so it's here. All the things we've been reading about in the Bible, but only kind of sort of maybe thought they would happen. And we're surprised and panicked all at the same time. Is this a becoming way for the body of Christ to act? Aren't we the ones who have all the hope and promise in the world? Aren't we his chosen ones? Join me this week as I talk about what could be your finest hour. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. Fear. Can we talk about fear for just a second? We are commanded in scripture more times than anyone can count to not be afraid. Yet here we are when things get tough and chaotic, looking no different than the world. I believe in times of trouble, it could be our finest moment. It is during uncertain times that we as the body of Christ should not even be taken by surprise. We have the book. We know the end of the story and we know what's going to happen. Instead of reacting, we should be responding to what's going on around us. Our children and those around us are watching us very closely. We proclaim Christ to the world around us and we are called to be holy, to be different from the world. Won't you join me this week in praying for our children to trust God and rely on him instead of walking in fear? You can join the Raising Kids on Your Knees prayer tribe over at RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org. Simply click the subscribe button and become a part of a growing global community of prayer warriors who are praying every day for their children. As I ponder everything that's going on in the world around me right now, I'm reminded of God's protection of his people during the plagues God sent over Egypt in Exodus. Remember those? God was able to protect his people then, and he can protect his people now. We are his chosen ones, just like the Israelites were. God is getting the attention of those who refuse him. Just as Pharaoh saw the protection of God's people, so will the world see God's protection over his people if we simply follow him. We have the blood of the lamb painted over our doors because of the death of Jesus and our choice to follow him. There's nothing to fear. I know this is going to be one of our finest hours as his children, as we look to him and shine his lights in the darkness. So what does all of this look like? Let's look at 2 Timothy 1.7. Here's a promise that we have from God. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Fear, as defined by dictionary.com, is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. We are all experiencing some level of fear by everything that's going on in the world right now. It's a dangerous place and it's likely to cause us pain and it's very present threat to almost everyone worldwide. What you do with that fear will be your defining moment as a believer as you walk through anything that comes your way. As a child of God, you should never be gripped and defined by fear. In Christ, you can walk in the power God gives you and Love others as Christ has loved you. Self-discipline at a time like this should define the follower of Jesus Christ. 
When you face times of uncertainty, you must make choices to believe that God is in control. God has not fallen off the throne. He loves you incredibly, and he is the one who is in complete control. Listen, here's why we don't need to be afraid. Look at Isaiah 41.10 with me. It says, don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. You are commanded by God and his word to not be afraid. It is a choice of your free will that he has given you. Allowing your emotion to go unchecked leads to discouragement. You don't need to be afraid because God is with you. He is your God and he will strengthen you. He will help you in your time of need if you allow him to. Do you truly believe that? This kind of strength and courage only comes when you put your complete trust in God. His promise is to hold you up with his victorious right hand. You can rest assured that no matter what happens as a follower of Jesus, you will walk in victory over everything that's going on around you. When others see you strengthened by God and walking in victory over the fear that has gripped our world, they will be drawn to him through you. Here's something for you to ponder today. What keeps you from completely trusting God? A lot of times the problem is our focus. Isaiah 26, three says, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Doesn't perfect peace sound so good? When we are in the heat of a spiritual battle like we are right now, God offers you perfect peace. This peace that he offers only comes when you put your full trust in him. Full trust, not partial trust, not trust that says I'm unaffected. It is complete, unconditional trust in the God of the universe. The kind of peace that God offers will require your thoughts to be fully fixed on him. It's really easy right now for our thoughts to be distracted, especially if we have cable news on and playing in the background. We have access 24-7 to reports of what's going on around the world, and they are nothing but a distraction from fixing our thoughts on God. I want to encourage you to turn off your TV. Instead, turn up the praise and worship. Fix your eyes on Jesus and your thoughts as well, who is in complete control. Then trust the rest of God who sees you and loves you with an unfailing love. Nothing that is going on is too big for our Father. We have to pay attention to who we're talking to, right? Philippians 4, 6 says this, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. There are some verses in the Bible, like this one, you're going to be quick to quote during times like this. However, We tend to believe they are suggestions from God, and that is a lie from the enemy. This verse is not a suggestion at all. It's not a suggestion to not worry. It is a command to not worry. God would never ask you to do something that is impossible, nor would he insult you by asking you to do something easy. Making the choice to not worry, despite your feelings, will take courage and strength, but it is possible. Fortunately, God doesn't just stop with the command not to worry. He gives you the formula to make it happen. It's twofold. First, you're to pray about everything. Everything. It's a deception to think that something is too small or insignificant to pray about. God wants to hear it all. 
He wants to be deeply connected with you in the smallest of things. He longs for you to talk to him about everything, just like you would your best friend. He wants to hear from you what you need. This is the most freeing part of this whole thing. He wants you to thank him. Have you ever sat quietly and thought about all the things you can thank God for? Even during the chaos, there are always things we can thank God for. I'm going to challenge you to find five things each day this week to thank God for and write them down. Dwell on his goodness every day and watch the worry fade away in the presence of his grace. Here's the gift. Are you going to open it? John 14, 27 says, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift that the world cannot give. So don't bother to be troubled or afraid. I'm sure you love to receive gifts. I know I sure do. Look at the incredible gift God has given you in this verse. Peace of mind and heart. Don't we all want a little bit of that right now? We could all use a good dose of peace of mind and heart. This peace of mind and heart doesn't come from the world. You're not going to find it there. The world cannot give it. It's impossible. You can't look to the world for the peace of mind and heart that only God can give. Your focus must be on him to receive the gift. If you're looking at the world to give you peace of mind and heart, you will never find it there. Never. There's that command again. Don't be troubled or afraid. It's your choice. It is a choice of your will out of an act of obedience to God, not to be troubled or afraid. You are a people who walk by faith and not by sight. That is what makes you different and a light to those around you. As I wrap up this podcast, I want to challenge you to ask the Holy Spirit to show you where you aren't trusting God and walking in fear instead. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this this sweet, sweet friend of mine. Lord, I lift them up to you. I ask that you would speak to their hearts, that Lord God, you would help them to lean into you and to trust you no matter how afraid they might be. Lord, thank you that you are our refuge and that you are our strength. Lord, help us to do our part so that we can have peace that surpasses all understanding. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.